Hello, welcome to Embrace the Grain Photography Podcast. I'm Jake. And I'm Sherry. This podcast is for all photographers interested in film, digital, and the gear that goes with the craft of photography. It doesn't matter what camera you're shooting, but be warned, we focus heavily on analog. Thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to episode 80. And yes, we looked it up before we started, right, Jake? <laughs> <laughs> we were we were prepared tonight for sure. This is about the only thing that I prepared this week, so we are winging it big time. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll be okay. So tonight we kind of have a special episode. We have Billy Sanford with us again, and we are judging the uh, Music Feeds the Soul contest. That's right. <laughs> yeah, we had, actually we had one very, very last minute, and I mean very last minute entry. It was <laughs> like five minutes before recording. I really wanted, time. yeah, I really wanted to get in, and this is what I was going to do, and I said, you have 45 minutes, and I said it as a joke. You have 45 minutes. Just slap your face on there and go. <laughs> and like five minutes before, yep, there it come. And I went, oh, just me seriously. <laughs> you love to see the initiative. Oh, That's right. Which is awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> so we had five entries into the contest. And we have two judge entries. So that's what we're going to go through tonight and judge on them. So um, I'm not much of a judge. I just kind of what I like and what I don't like. <laughs> this is going to well, be really hard, you guys. That's it is, isn't but it? But you know, every everyone's a winner. Everyone's a winner, yeah. So how many yeah, prizes sure. are you coughing up, Billy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. There's only there's only one prize. But yeah. I do have to say that uh, I'm kind of glad there was only five because this is really hard. I couldn't imagine <laughs> if there was like 30 of them. I'd go, oh, my gosh. What do you pick? <laughs> Yeah, thanks to uh, everyone who took the time to uh, participate in the challenge. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of fun seeing them come in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I would echo that for sure, too. I mean, it was, you know, that was the whole idea was just to come up with something that uh, people could have fun with and, you know, uh, enjoy seeing what everyone came up with. It was it was really fun, and I I was glad to see everybody who participated. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, and uh, thanks for coming up with the challenge, Billy. Yes, yeah, and, and supplying prizes. Prizes yes. are always nice. <laughs> that too. <laughs> <laughs> so our first entry is from Jack Bulkley, and here's what he had to say. He says, "I've not come up with anything I could stage and photograph." 
but I did have this idea. Here is a version of a famous album cover featuring people from the fil film photography online commun community. It is crudely done, but so was the original cover. So take it away, guys. You want to describe what we're seeing here? Sure. Yeah, so this is uh, uh, Jack's take on uh, the Beatles, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band. It's I'm sure everyone knows what we're talking about, but just in case you don't, it's uh, basically a uh, a collage. It's the Beatles up front in their uh, in their marching in, uh, uniforms. And uh, then it's basically just a collage of famous people. But uh, Jack, Jack, he uh, used people from the film community community. Jesus, I'm having trouble tonight here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. It's not just me. <laughs> yeah but uh i don't know what else to say about it but yeah it's uh it's well done for sure it Very, is it's, yeah it's it's brilliant i i can imagine you know it took uh he says it's crudely done but that still took a lot of time to pull all of those photos together absolutely and, them, yeah. and make them fit so perfectly like that <laughs> And you That's sit right. there and you look at it and you look at it and you look at it and it's exactly, like, yeah. I know that person and that person and there's, <laughs> oh, and there's. <laughs> yeah, so, it, uh, it definitely serves the uh, the same purpose as the original in that regard. You're kind of just looking over it and seeing who you recognize. Exactly. Yeah. And every time I have looked at it, I've I've noticed another <laughs> another face that I missed the last time. <laughs> yeah, there are some small ones in there. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's real cool. Yeah. Yeah, well, for sure. Well done, Jack. Yeah. So if anybody's wondering what we're looking at, um, we've put up all the entries on our website on embracethegrain.com. So if you wanted to follow along throughout this judging you can uh, follow along through there we'll we'll go in order <laughs> <laughs> and i think just one more uh on on this one uh, just because it does feature all of these people in the community you know i think the uh the crew over at ccr shared it and i think it got mentioned on sunny 16 as well so it, it made a, a few of the rounds oh awesome yeah. Jack, you almost went viral. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Maybe after this. I've money. ever got. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I, I love this one. And another reason I love it is I just love all the colors in it. I don't know. I just love it, the, the colorful. It, it is a vibrant color. Yes, Cover, it is. Sorry. Yeah. I actually have this album upstairs in my cabinet, and I, yeah, it. I still love that cover, the original, and I actually pulled it out and had a look at it, and I thought he did an awesome job when you compare mm -hmm. it to the to the Beatles cover. Yeah, he really did. Yeah. So yeah. okay. Um, the next entry is from the very talented Wendy Gunderson. She wrote, I put this together for a contest at work a couple years ago. It was really a fun challenge. Um, Billy, do you want to describe this one? 
Yeah, so she has uh, done her uh, a personal interpretation of the Elvis Costello this year's model album cover. And the, the original, of course, has Elvis, and he's uh, standing as a photographer would behind the Hasselblad and, and kind of uh, making this gesture towards the model. And, uh, and Wendy has uh, executed that same look and feel uh, perfectly, I would say. I mean, every, everything about her take on it was perfect. You know, it's the, the suit and the, the background is even the same tone and, and a Hasselblad and she's got the same kind of gesture there. Shirt. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Right down to the glasses. Right down yeah. to the glasses. Yeah. It's yeah. like Absolutely. just a perfect mimic of Elvis Costello. Even the, back, really the background is almost the same, too. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've mentioned this before, but uh, when Billy was initially talking about the challenge, this is this is the album that I was thinking of. I was like, you know, damn, I wish I still had a Hasselblad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, you could have did it with an icon. <laughs> I guess, I guess so. Yeah, but wouldn't be quite to the perfection that uh, Wendy did it to. No, no. <laughs> the only one difference I see in the two is he has a lens hood and she doesn't. Yes, the big square right. lens hood. Mhm. Right. Yeah. But everything else is is spot on there. Very yeah. well done. Yeah, very well done, Wendy. All right. So, Jake, do you want to take the third one? Uh, Sure. So this uh, entry is from uh, George Griffin. Uh, So this is a recreation of uh, John Cale's second solo album, The Academy in Peril. Uh, It was designed by Andy Warhol. He says, I had to find my old Kodachrome slides from 1977 to help recreate this. So uh, so basically, it's just a, a collage of Kodachrome slides. Uh, basically, it's just uh, a picture of a person's face, their eyes, uh, a row of portraits. It's, uh, yeah, just a collage. And, uh, yeah, George... Uh, I don't know whether he took a picture of like Kodachrome slides in a sleeve and then photoshopped pictures. I assume that's what he did. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's really well done. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's pretty accurately recreated uh, all of the shots. Yes, he has. Yeah. I really yeah. like this one. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's really well done. It'd be time consuming too. It will be. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Definitely. Mm-hmm. But I agree. Yeah. I mean, it, it, that was the thing that really took it to the next level for me was that, you know, all of the individual images are faces and eyes and, you know, it's it's a very similar theme. It's not just that he laid out slides, but he's got, you know, the subject matter as well captured. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, sure. it's pretty closely matched up. And we should also uh, mention that George is the host of the podcast Flaneur on the streets. Right. I, so, I totally right. forgot to mention that. Sorry, so, George. That's okay. And and uh, if you haven't checked him out, you should. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. So okay, we're we're really zipping through these guys. 
<laughs> I guess so. All right, Billy, do you want to take number four? Yes, so the fourth is from Larry Effler, and he says, uh, many of my favorite film photography podcasters and YouTubers are Canadian, as are three of my favorite musicians. I thought I would pay tribute to some of uh, my creative neighbors to the north of the border with homage to a Rush album, Stay Positive, uh, Larry Effler. So he has um, reimagined a, a Rush album cover into a Frugal Film Project album cover. <laughs> he certainly has. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's Rush's moving pictures. Yes. Right. Yeah. Very very on topic. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, basically it's just uh, the album cover is uh basically a uh, a team of people in red jumpsuits basically bringing art into what I assume is a museum or something to that effect, but uh but Larry has uh has taken some shots from the uh from the Frugal Film project uh and he uh, yeah, yeah. Frugal Film Project, yeah. I laugh at the bottom corner. There's a box of portrait. Big box of portrait, yeah. Portrait, yeah. That is a massive box of portrait 400. That is, yeah. Really is, and we and we've got our uh, notable pink Pentax. Is is one of the pictures in the frames that's being moved? Yes, that's right. <laughs> and yes. we've even got a uh, a portrait of uh, of Sherry on there. Yeah. <laughs> but that camera isn't as frugal. It, it's actually a Pentax 645. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's not very frugal at all. No. Well, if not, you're looking not anymore, at medi- maybe. If you're look, it's the original one. So if you're looking for medium format, maybe that is about as frugal as you're yeah. going to get. Yeah, you're probably right, other than maybe like a Bronica. I think they're really going up in price right now, too. Uh, yeah, everything but, is. Yeah, but this this is really well done, Larry. Thank you Yeah, for thanks, the Larry. compliment of sticking my ugly mug in there. <laughs> 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 okay, so we have one final final uh entry and this is from um oh i'm blanking out <laughs> <laughs> jeff and uh gabe from uh i dream, I of, dream Cam- of cameras yes yes so this is sax and greenstein yes that's right and they're bookends <laughs> uh yeah i i really had to laugh because jeff messaged and he goes we really intended to do this and here's the album we wanted to do and I messaged back jokingly and like you got 45 minutes and, <laughs> and yeah right at uh, I think it was like 4:55. here it comes and I'm going oh crap I gotta get that up on the website before we start at five <laughs> right at the wire uh, right at the wire right. but he made it yeah, uh, yeah. this is kind of cool though <laughs> yes yeah. yeah so it's just uh simon and garfunkel's uh bookends album and uh jeff has uh photoshopped uh gabe and uh, himself on there yes 
right? Yes. <laughs> Which, you know, what a great idea, hey? Yeah. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I do, right. too. I do, too. But, uh, yeah. And, you know, they are the only ones that sent in black and white. I never noticed that before, but, yeah, I guess that is, yeah, yeah. that is true. Now yeah, that think, you mention it. Yeah. Jay, yeah. They, the, the new funky band, uh, Sax and Greenstein, are the only black and white shooters. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, if you had to pick one, one plus an honorable mention. Let's do that. Okay. Okay, so, Billy, uh, who would you choose? <laughs> I'm going to put you on the spot. We didn't really prepare much for this episode. Can you tell? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I mean, uh, it, it really is tough. You know, I, I think probably, and, and certainly there are things... You know, it's it's not like anybody did exactly the same thing. They all had their own take on it, which was uh, that's the best great. part about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. that's right, that's right. So it's not even as though you're exactly like comparing apples to apples. <laughs> no, no, not yeah. at all. So, um, I mean, I. I I, you know, I can I can it, go, Billy, I, if you want to think yeah, about it. Yeah, go ahead, Jake. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, it is really tough, but I think I'm going to have to go with uh, Wendy Gunderson, this year's model. And for my honorable mention, I think Larry Effler. Yeah, I really like his take on, uh, on the Rush album. Okay. Have you decided, Billy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I I had I I also had uh, Wendy probably Wendy. as my favorite. Uh, just you know, one thing that I didn't really think about when I proposed this was that an awful lot of uh, album covers feature the artist on the cover, mm. and so that means. Uh, you know, for, for people to recreate them, they were going to have to, you know, use a picture of a person or themselves or like uh, Gabe and Jeff did, you know, Photoshop <laughs> their faces onto the real album cover or or however it goes. But, mm-hmm. you know, w- Wendy went for it and she took a self-portrait and, and, and a lot of us in the community are not particularly fond of our self portraits <laughs> so that weighed into it a little bit you know she Absolutely. like i said you know she went for it and and recreated uh the album cover you know as closely as i can imagine anybody doing it and then just for all of the fun elements uh you know my my other really close one was was jack's sergeant pepper take just because of this uh i just really uh enjoyed it it was really fun uh seeing how he put it all together yeah for sure so i i have uh differing opinions and um 
Wendy's is done to perfection. There, there's no doubting that. But I just can't get over the colors of Jack's Sergeant Peppers. <laughs> so that's that's my uh, winning choice. And for a honorable mention, I think I would go with George's George Griffin, just because of the difficulty in putting all of that together. Right. And coming yeah. so close to getting, you know, getting there. Yeah. It is very well done, yeah. And the fact that he used his old uh, slides as a template. Yes. Yes. Exactly. So, but that's all good. It, and uh, it's, uh, yeah. And who wouldn't pick Kodachrome? Come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's a it's a shame it's not around still. I know. You <laughs> know, right. I never got to shoot it either, and I'm yeah. old. <laughs> Me neither. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, so I guess uh, that means that Wendy, you are the big yay winner. <laughs> <laughs> winner, winner, chicken dinner. You betcha. That's right. So, uh, Wendy, get in touch with Billy and tell him what you want for a prize. That's right. And just, I, I, I didn't mention this to, to, to you two before we started, but what I had thought, you know, since this is sort of, I, I mean, there wasn't, you know, any limit to how many people could enter. Um, but, but given that we had the five entries, uh, certainly, just to show my appreciation, I would love to send a at least a print as a small thank you to everybody who entered. If if they would like to have one, I mean, I don't want to clutter up anybody's <laughs> uh, shelves or drawers with with a print that they don't want. But I I would love to send one to to everybody who participated if if they'd like one. Oh, that's a wonderful idea. Thank you, Billy. Yeah, thank you, Absolutely. Billy. It's very thoughtful. If if anybody wants a print from Billy, send him a message and he'll let him know where to send it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So we actually were done, but we're not done. <laughs> <laughs> There's two more left. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez, I almost forgot. Uh, we're not going to let you forget. So I guess, <laughs> Billy, I can do yours and you can do mine. Okay. Okay. So uh, Billy did some uh, cover art uh, from Led Zeppelin 4. Yeah. And that's the cover that has the um, the old rough brick wall and there's a window and you can see a photo I guess it'd be a painting through the window. Right. Well, well, I'm not sure it is a window. I think it's just a painting hanging on the wall of, of an okay. old man gathering wheat, maybe, or, or doing some sort of field work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's like a bundle of sticks or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. But yeah, uh, this, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, uh, it definitely gets pretty close to like the at least the texture and the feel of the wall. 
in the uh, in the original for sure. All right, and then there's and Sherry. Go ahead. Were oh. you going to say something? Yeah. No, go ahead. <laughs> okay, and 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 Sherry reimagined Adele's Twenty One album cover and did it as as Sherry Fifty Four. <laughs> 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 Why is it she looks cute and I look like I'm sound asleep? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Hey, it was so, a good attempt. I, I, yeah, I thought you did very well with it. Uh, same yeah. same, uh, same holds true uh, for what I said about Wendy's. You know, you, you put yourself out there and into it, which is, I really appreciated the, the, the spirit of it for sure. So, Billy, what did you shoot your album cover with? That was with a Canon AE-1 with the the normal 50 mil kit lens, the 1.8, and HP5, I want to say. Nice, nice. Well, at least least you shot yours on film. (laughs) (laughs) Bonus points, Billy. Yes. (laughs) That's right. I used my iPhone. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, Jake. Pick your winner. I don't have a coin in reach. Oh, no. Now you really have to do it. (laughs) Hey, Hey, you know what? I said bonus points to Billy for using film, so I think I have to give it to Billy. Sorry, Sherry. That's okay. <laughs> it's better than mine anyway. <laughs> no, yours is yeah. yours is perfectly fine, Sherry. It well, is. It's better than mine because it is on film, so. They're yeah. both winners. They're both winners. Oh, right. we're all winners. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, and, and Jake had the tougher job. I mean, it, he was uh, here on the line with the two of us. We didn't, we didn't have uh, everyone else from the from the other part on yeah. here with us. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, I t- I kept telling him if he didn't submit something, he would have to choose the winner. So, <laughs> and I kept, he just he wanted to put in the Beatles White Album, but I remember you said no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that one would have, would have been a winner. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, now it's my turn not to be able to talk. Thank you for <laughs> participating. And also, if you had something in the works and didn't quite meet the deadline, send it in anyway. We'll, we'll add it to the website. Yeah, maybe an honorable mention section at the bottom. Yeah. 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 It is kind of fun it, to do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It it was fun to see see them as they came in, for sure. Uh, just, you know, neat to see what everybody came up with. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Thanks to everybody again for sending in. Right, and thank you, Billy, for offering up the prizes and the pr- prints for everybody who participated. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, thanks again, Billy. Well, I think we'll take a quick break here, and we'll come back for part two of the show. 
And okay. we have absolutely nothing prepared, so we're going to wing it. <laughs> <laughs> Be right back. Oh, drat these computers. They're so naughty and so complex. Hello? Hello? Hello. Did we lose Billy? Oh, did we? Heck yes, I did. And we are back. Funny, it just says now that Jake is recording the call. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're having a few technical glitches tonight. Uh, my computer seemed to get stuck in the chat, and so Jake is now recording it. <laughs> yeah, I'm behind the wheel. And uh, <laughs> when I first logged on, my computer got stuck, and I had to restart, and then Billy's crashed. And Boy, we're just having a bad time. It has been a challenge. It has. It yeah, has. That's, that's the name of the game over here sometimes. I know. <laughs> so um, we thought for the second half of the show, we would have Billy read out a question that he asked on the group the other day. Take it away. All right. So I had uh, opened up a topic for discussion and I said, imagine... I imagine these are amongst the reasons why people do or don't develop their own film. And I said, let's leave scanning out because that's a whole different set of things uh, for the purposes of this discussion. Once developed, a digitized copy automatically appears on your device. So some of the reasons I think people do develop their own film is the cost, the choice of developer, the choice of the process, like you know, doing stand or semi-stand or inversions or tray or, or whatever. Um, or they just enjoy the process or they want to be hands-on uh, with their development. And maybe some of the reasons people don't develop their own film is they don't want to have to deal with the chemicals or they may think that they would waste chemicals due to not shooting enough and the chemicals would expire before they used them. Or uh, they don't enjoy the potential mess of the process. Um, you know, if you get uh, chemicals spilled on your counter or, or the floor or, or maybe you have small kids around or, or any of those sorts of things. So just for fun, what would, you know, whatever your reasons for why you do or don't develop your own film, what would have to change for you to go to the other side from where you currently are? And then, I, you know, to start the conversation, I kind of gave my perspective. So I, I do develop my own black and white and color, although I don't shoot a ton of color. So what I've done the last couple of times is just saved up until I have eight or 10 rolls and, and then develop it all at once. But black and white, I, I tend to shoot a roll and develop it and because I can use up, I, I shoot enough that I can use up the chemicals before they'll go bad. Um, but my part was to say for me, I'm not particularly picky about my developer. So, you know, whatever the lab used would be fine for me if, if, if this scenario existed. Uh, right. I do enjoy the process, and I like that it saves me money, but if we were somehow magically transported back to the 1980s and there was a place to get film developed basically anywhere, 
and it was subsidized because it was, you know, not just a lab. It was just one small part of a bigger business so they could do it for cheap. Um, I'm not 100% certain I would take it in to the lab to get it developed, but it would be tempting. Um, and, and that's especially true for some of these um, more special purpose roles that I don't shoot a whole lot, like maybe your Revolog films or Psychic Blues or uh, the Red Rum or the Red Scale type stuff. I mean, certainly those, um, but even some of the more finicky, like I had some Silbera 200 that just gave me fits trying to get it on the reel. <laughs> so... So any of those like kind of special scenarios, I I would be especially tempted, I think, if, if it was just cheap and convenient and I could just, you know, while I was at the store doing something else anyway, just drop off the film and, and pick up the negatives, you know, within a short time period. I, I think I could be convinced to, to do that on occasion. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think the uh, the cost limiting factor is uh, sorry. Cost is the limiting factor for most people when it comes to uh, sending their film out to a lab. At least it is for me personally. Yeah, that's a big part of it for me too. But the biggest part of it for me and why I started doing it at home is there are no labs, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's not not magically 1980 again or i'd still be <laughs> shooting 110 <laughs> that's right that's <laughs> going right. into the drugstore but uh yeah i actually don't want it to be 1980 either <laughs> <laughs> no no but you know i i, I went and i was thinking about this we had one of those uh, photo mats or, or whatever they were mm-hmm. called around the corner from my house when i was uh, a teenager you know, and it it wasn't even like a, a full building itself. It was like a booth in in a parking lot. <laughs> yeah. And, and right. some poor soul stayed in there, you know, and you would uh, drive up and give them your film and go back later and pick it up. Yeah, it was always uh, we'd take it in, drop it off in a week later, go pick it up. Right. Yeah. Right. But uh, even if. You know, even if that option was available today, whereas I could just drive into my local town and drop it off, maybe yes, maybe no. Depends on what kind of job they did and and what type of hurry I was in. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I know I've taken a few things into the Walmart printer, and right. they suck. <laughs> I don't know if it's maybe the staff doesn't know how to calibrate the machines properly, but the colors are wrong. That's right. possible, yeah. You know, deep blue sky shouldn't be turquoise. Things things like that. Yeah. So. Yeah, I guess if you want the best of the best, though, you're probably not going to Walmart. No, but for a quickie thing, though, where you say you've just tested a camera and you add some old expired and you just want to see if it worked maybe or if you got a big backlog and you wanted to get caught up maybe yeah but the big thing is there's none of that here it doesn't exist it's not an option i can send mine uh the most local lab to me was in edmonton 
and they recently closed. Oh, damn. So, I know there's a couple in British Columbia, which is a whole province away. Or, you know, then you're starting in on shipping. And I suppose, yeah. Adding that in there, right. it gets, gets really expensive. So, it's kind of nice does. just to pop it into my three-roll tank, do three rolls and hang it up in the bathroom where the cat can't get it. and uh, be done yeah yeah well you know and there was uh, you know we should say there was uh, you know i was glad to see that a lot of people joined in the conversation and there was you know uh, mostly people that uh developed their own film weighed in we did have one dissenting opinion (laughs) that that we'll get to in just a minute but uh you know I, i should say you know, I'm I'm not bashing on labs. They do uh, a much better job at, at all of it, the developing and the scanning, than I can do myself. Um, and and that's what you're paying for, right? Is is right. the high quality of work. Mm-hmm. But kind of to, but kind of to that cost question and kind of the impact it has on our film usage habits. I mean. You know, I can I can buy a C41 kit for, you know, about the same price as it take, you know, as it as it takes to send off two rolls of color to the lab. So if if I shoot at least three rolls, I, it's already paid for itself. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, yeah. and that, I I can't deny that that does have an impact. I mean, if 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 the lab was my only option, I would barely shoot any at all. I would have to imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's, that's exactly the reason why I started developing myself. Uh, the closest lab to me that does color is about a four hour drive. So of course I had to uh, mail my film out. And at the time, I think I was paying fourteen ninety nine a roll for develop and scan so, I mean, mm. at least from uh, Argentix here in Canada, I think they sell uh, one liter unicolor kits for $37.99 Canadian. So, I mean, okay. three rolls and, you you know, it's already paid for itself. Right. Yeah. yeah, I think uh, when I finally quit using the lab with the scanning and the developing, um, it was coming out to just under 20 bucks a roll. Yeah. It didn't matter what kind of film or what kind of role, if it was uh, 12 exposure medium format or if it was 36 of 35, it was the same price. Uh, they did exceptional scans. I had never had a complaint on that. Uh, plus, I was paying about $15 postage one way and... They were good. The lab was good. They would save up my negatives until the end of the year and then just ship them all back at once. So that yeah, saved a little bit. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But you're also trusting them not to lose them or to go out of business <laughs> and throw them away. If you know yeah. what I mean. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the thing. You're, you're, you're leaving it all up to somebody else. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So it ended up the one year, um, one of them that was, it was a small like lab and one of the 
main employees got very ill. So they closed their doors for a while. And I'm going, well, what am I going to do? Yeah, like, really. They're the closest right. one, and they did the best job. And I'm going, okay, well, somebody said, try it yourself. And I'm, oh, I can't do that. Well, yeah, I could. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to try it. And, yeah, That's have fine. a look back. Have a look back. Yeah, I mean, if you can read a recipe, honestly, it's it's not that hard. Yeah. So um, if we did have quite a few replies to this question, so I thought each of us could grab a couple off of uh, here and we could read them out and get get other people's opinion of uh, what they're doing. So I picked uh, Sam Knight. He's a new listener. He says, I've just started developing black and white. I'm lucky that I still have a high street color lab near me. So I chuck all the color their way. But I was getting pretty peed off with having to send off all my black and white. I like that home development is an option. It takes some time and practice and a little bit of gear. But I do believe it is something most people can do if they want to. And I think that's great. But I also think labs are an option. I don't think some people would shoot film otherwise. <coughs> Excuse me. And at least a few people have been able to set up small independent labs and make money doing it, which I also think is great. Okay. Yeah, he's right. Um, I wish somebody would set up a small independent lab near me. I would definitely <laughs> well, support them. Maybe you need to set it up, Sherry. I don't have time, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> so Jake and I were sitting down discussing the schedule for the podcast and what, what we had to do and when. And I'm going, okay, this is getting tight. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I I can go next. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, my computer's acting up here. It keeps on. Oh, All right. you're no. <laughs> and you're no. recording. We're, we're, oh no. Yeah, we're good. Uh, Jamie uh, Marsalis. Uh, he said, uh, "Black and white at home. For what little color I shoot, lab." For black and white, I don't mind the process. Scanning is kind of lame, but I mostly print. I should just do contact sheets, but I guess I am lazy. So, uh, yeah, so Jamie, he sends out his color and does his black and white at home. Yeah, I I agree, Jamie. Scanning is kind of lame, especially color correction. (laughs) It really is. Once you get onto the color correction, but it takes a lot of practice, it gets easier. I promise. (laughs) Yeah. Well, just like anything, I guess. Yes. That's right. And they do have some some software to help with that these days, too, that I think makes it a little bit easier. But I'd rather just be angry about it and complain. (laughs) (laughs) That's what every time I look at my Epson and turn it on, the complaints just start before it even powers up. (laughs) I hate this thing. (laughs) Yeah, you really don't like that, do you? No, it's horrible. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay. So we'll read one from Matt Murray of the Matt Loves Cameras podcast. He's we all know that Matt takes wonderful color photos. And I don't think I can remember the last time he shot black and white. It's been a long time. Uh, he says, honestly, I don't think there's anything that could make me swap. I sent my film to the lab in the old days. I send my film to the lab now. They are a vital part of the ecosystem, especially if we want to get more people into film. Absolutely, I don't have time or the patience to scan, and the lab does a professional job. I enjoy the cameras and the film and doing other things like zines. I outsource the dev and scan. Okay. And you know, you know what? That's totally okay. It is. Yeah, it absolutely. Is. You know, I expected more people to kind of come at it from that perspective you know you hear people who say you know i i mean not everybody but uh, every now and then someone will say you know well i'm struggling to shoot not from a motivation standpoint i just don't have time you know between work or family or school or or just you know any number of things that they may have going on in their life and and that's for me, it's not so much that I'm busy, but if I go out to shoot, I'm just, I'm, I'm out. I, I go out, I shoot for about an hour and I come home, you know, I, that that's an hour that I have carved out specifically to do that. Um, but, but just from a strictly a time management perspective, I expected more people to say, yeah, I just don't have time to do it. So I send it out. Right. Yeah, no. <laughs> I guess maybe that's why I just choose to uh, let a pile build up in the freezer instead. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's a, good, that's a fair point as well. Yeah. So do too cheap to send out. Yeah, but he also one? mentioned. Well, I was oh. going to say he he yeah. also mentioned which is true. I I, I you know I don't think I, I think there are people that wouldn't shoot film if if that wasn't an option so i am grateful that the labs exist yeah 100 percent. they they definitely are providing a valuable service yes uh so uh christine pennick she says black and white at home i love the process that i have taken the pictures i've developed the film i have made the print it's my work from start to finish. If there's a cock up, it's mine alone and a way to learn. I love the physicality of it all. Couldn't have said it better myself, Christine. That's that's one of the things I love about it, too. It's just the whole process, the, the physicality of it, as you said. Very good answer. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. I agree. So... I guess. Um, I guess we could move on from this topic now. Is there? Let's move on to some maybe some gear talk. Yeah, sure. So, sure. well, any additions or subtractions? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we just mentioned Matt Murray from Matt Loves Cameras, and he's got his fantastic 
challenge going on. And, uh, I, you know, I have not participated in one of his challenges before, um, but wanted wanted to jump in. So, uh, you know, the, the rules are pretty, uh, for that challenge, it has to be a, uh, you know, basically a cheap panoramic camera <laughs> it can't be battery powered or uh depend on the battery you, you certainly can't use an x-pan or something of that nature <laughs> uh, and there are a few notables that that people have used uh in this in the in the previous version of the contest he did of this so i i when i wanted to participate i went with the ansco pix panorama uh camera um which you know it has it, it so it shoots 35 millimeter film and and there's just a gate in the back that covers up uh sort of the like top third and bottom third of of the frame and um i think it's f11 125th of a second shutter speed are are your basic options <laughs> um right and and put it uh and i shot a px 400 in it uh for 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 my part but but pick that camera up uh since the last time we talked that's a new addition for me i think i've got one of these that i bought last time we did it and i didn't finish it (laughs) (laughs) uh uh, yep i did do his sprock sprock Sprocket one. Right. Sprocktastic. Sprocktastic, yes. I did do that one, but I haven't did the Pantastic one. We're getting these all mixed up. (laughs) But there's still time, so I think that's open in it till about mid-April. I think so. April 17th and or Easter. (laughs) Yeah, somewhere in there. Maybe the same day, but yeah, it could be sometime in there. So there's still time if I get a chance and the stupid weather lets me go outside as I look at the snow drift up against my window. (laughs) 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 Uh, Anyway, (laughs) I will Uh, say for anybody, even if you don't want to uh, participate in the challenge, but you should, but uh, just as a uh, walking around uh snapping pictures uh camera that it is fun you don't you know have to put a lot of thought into it uh just slip through and the and the viewfinder kind of gives you that that sort of panoramic uh perspective um to give you kind of an idea of what the picture will look like and so that was my approach with it and it was fun you know just yeah. click away and wind on Right, and yeah, mine has just the wheel on the back where you just, it's a wheel you turn to advance the film. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So it's kind of like a point and shoot type deal? It is, yeah. It is, yeah. Focus free? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. Mine, I don't think it's the Ansco pick. It just says panorama on the box. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay. Ooh, it's a no-name brand. I should name yeah. it. I should name it Jenny for generic. Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Jenny. 
<laughs> so what about you, Jake? Any additions or subtractions? Uh, no, nothing, nothing really serious. I guess uh, since the last time we talked, I, I did get, get the uh, the whole uh, 135 Sonar issue uh, fixed on eBay. I uh, did end up getting half of my money back, and I got to keep the ones, but I still have a, a Sonar with a broken shutter button, I guess, so I haven't really decided what I'm going to do with it yet, so for now I'm just letting it collect dust, <laughs> and uh, yeah, in the meantime, I, I did buy a, a 135 uh, F3.5 Nikon from Mark Wellsford. Nice. nice. So, uh, so at least that way I can uh, I can participate in the future uh, 135 month. That's right. That's right. Yeah. April is the 135 lens month. Yes, next month I guess. Yeah. Next month. Yeah. So. It's coming um, up fast. It is. It yeah, is. for sure. Yeah. So I sold. I sold. You sold. I got, I got rid of one more. No additions. Okay. Uh, yeah, I got an addition. <laughs> <laughs> one out, one in. But so, it's not uh, so getting what, bigger. No, I got good, yeah. a uh, Pentax SFN1. SFN1. Yeah. So, uh, so what is that? It is an autofocus Pentax. But this thing is a solid brick. It's made of heavy metal. It's like more of the professional type line. Okay. Yeah. So point, point I, and shoot? No, it's SLR. Oh, SLR. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, not a lightweight, but yeah. I had the lower down model, and I really enjoyed it. And this one came up, and it was really good price and I thought well I'll test it and if I really like it one of them is going to go yeah so yeah I'm getting to the age where autofocus isn't really a bad thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah right. fair actually it's I can't I can see through the lens fine to focus it's I can't read the dial on top of the camera without glasses yeah <laughs> need your readers yeah but then you have to have something on your face yeah that's true <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's either that or go out when it's sunny and sunny 16 and not worry about it yeah true <laughs> so uh so what did you sell sorry i sold my black nikon fe okay Right. Okay. Yes, I uh, had my original that I first film camera I ever bought was the Nikon FE in Chrome, and I had taken it and I had gotten it serviced and it, everything, and then I got this black one, and I don't need two. No, fair. And yeah. I like the look of a Chrome camera, and black ones are easier to sell, so the black one went. Yeah, yeah, good call. Yeah. Yeah. I I hear they take I hear the black ones take better pictures. <laughs> I have to say I've had both uh, and they take exactly the same pictures. 
I can, I can guarantee it. Come on, Sherry. Everybody, <laughs> everybody knows black cameras take better pictures. Really? Yeah, it's it's a documented fact. Oh, <laughs> look, look, look it up. Look it up. Uh huh. That means my Kodak 110 takes a better picture than the FE. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I'd, I'd have to. It? I'd have to see them side by side. <laughs> uh, yeah. Or you know those cameras that say time on the front? How about that? That one's black. <laughs> I guess I've I guess I've never used one of those, so I can't comment. It has a red right. square on the front, so it must be good. Because it's must square be good. must be better than a dot, right? I, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> sure. That's Could just be. Uh, science right there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, there you go. <laughs> Everybody sell those Leicas. <laughs> <laughs> I do say I I uh, did uh, also make a trade. Okay. So last episode, I had mentioned my Pentax um, handle grip. Which turned out it wasn't a handle grip. Okay. Uh, Stephen Marmanoff, I think I said your name right, Stephen. If I didn't, I'm sorry. Messaged me and he says, nope, that's a flash bracket. And I'll trade you that for a Lycaflex SL. Oh, wow. That's it. Good. Done. (laughs) Are you sure? Sure. Yeah, that's a pretty good trade. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, at least both of you guys are happy. That's the main thing. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's right. Yeah. You know, it's to trade off some of the stuff that you know you're not going to use and, you know, get something you will use. Yeah, that is that is very true. Yeah. Yeah, and that previous discussion you were talking about, uh, you and Nancy had a trade, didn't you? Yes. Yes. So I've been you know, trying to clean up this winter and get things, uh, mm. stuff I'm not using out of here and stuff. So work, mm. still working on it. I still have seven Spotmatics. <laughs> still seven Spotmatics. However, I know which two I'm keeping, so I just need to test five of them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Could be worse, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I also I also forgot because it's been a few weeks. This is this is how bad I've been. Here, Sherry is subtracting and I'm adding. But yeah, I uh, I also got a uh, 28 millimeter 2.8 Nikon from uh, from Trevor. Uh, I don't it, if you guys know Trevor Trevor Monier. He is the guy that knows how to find things. He does. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, then no, you buy uh, them. Yeah. Well, I mean, randomly <laughs> he just messaged me. It was he knew that I sold my twenty eight millimeter f three point five. He's like, hey, do you want a uh, twenty eight millimeter two point eight for fifty bucks? I was like, uh, well, I could either say no and buy one later for more money, or <laughs> <laughs> or I could say yes. So yeah. Uh, twist, twist my rubber arm, Trevor. He's, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's who got me on that 
master <laughs> lens for the Leica R3. <laughs> Yeah. You still have that R system. Yeah, I really like it. Do you still like macro? I love macro. Here you go. Those can be good friends to have and uh, dangerous friends to have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Well, it's, when uh, it comes down to the time, though, where you really are looking for something, it's a good friend to have. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Very, very true. Yeah. yeah, and it's nice to have extra eyes going over the uh, the classifieds. That's true. <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> so, yeah, have we pretty much covered everything? I, I think that pretty well does it, yeah. All yeah, right. I think so. Anything else you want to bring up, Billy? Uh... Happy International Women's Day, Sherry. Oh, well, thank oh, you. Oh, right. Yes. <laughs> I even forgot about that. Oops. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess uh, happy International Women's Day to all of our uh, women listeners. Yes, yes. Yeah, oh, absolutely. One, one other thing I was going to say, Billy, you have been busy uh, kind of producing your own podcast series on the Sunny 16 Network. Uh, Want to tell us a little bit about that? Sure, absolutely. Thank you for, for asking. So the uh, so it's on uh, music and photography was sort of the theme of it. And it's, it's one of those things where it started as one thing and grew into <laughs> something much bigger. I had gone, I had gone to this uh, concert uh well so i took a a concert photography workshop and i had taken it back in 2019 with digital and uh had the opportunity to do it again last november and and still shot digital but i took uh my film camera with me as well just and and some delta 3200 uh just to see you know what what that looked like a big arena concert with film images I, I mean you know any picture you saw of a concert from the 20th century was taken on film so i knew it was possible but i didn't know what would be possible for for me to get uh, so i did that and then uh wrote an article on it for 35 mmc and then i thought hey why don't i you know there's a lot of people in the photography community who are also into music or play music or inspired by music or just what have you so why don't you know sunny 16 does you know they have their own podcast but they have this other separate feed where anybody can do like a one-off on on whatever they would like to so maybe i could do a one-off podcast on this but wouldn't it be fun to just uh call up <laughs> a few of these people in the community and and talk to them for a little bit and uh you know maybe get little five or ten minute snippets of, of their thoughts on music and photography but as i got into it you know those the conversations went, you know, between 30 minutes or an hour or, or what have you. And it was such a fun chance to chat with people. I, I hated to cut it down to just five or 10 minutes, but at the same time, I couldn't 
turn it into an eight hour podcast. <laughs> um, so ultimately just ended up uh, kind of bundling each conversation on its own. And, and, and really all of this happened the last couple of weeks of uh, 2021. So um, that, well, it was like the week leading up until Christmas and then the week between Christmas and New Year. And then I did one more after that, um, which was uh, I, I was off work the last two weeks of the year. So it's, so this is how I spent my holiday vacation. And uh, these people that I spoke to were, were kind enough to to give me some of their time and, and share their thoughts with me. But that was super fun. And uh, that was, so it ended up being seven conversations. And then I did an eighth episode where I did what my original version of that was going to be, which was me talking about that uh, concert photography workshop. And then I, I did, since everyone will have heard the full discussions by then, I did just cut out little small pieces of the individual um conversations and and sort of weave that uh together so there will be eight shows in that first in that run and they're about halfway through now i think the, the first four have come out they're sort of you know we talked about gabe and jeff earlier uh their i dream of cameras podcast is is also on the sunny 16 presents feed um and they go bi-weekly, so on the weeks in between those is when uh, they've been releasing these music and photography chats. Uh, you know, and, and so that was going to be the end of it, sort of. In, in my mind, it was sort of like a project, uh, music and photography, like some people would do a zine or something of that nature. Um, but it was so much fun, and, and and so many people have been kind and reached out since then. I think I may do like maybe a second season or or something like that, and put together a few more chats. Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah, that would be great. I've listened to some of them, but I have I'm really behind on everything though. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm in the I'm in the same boat, Sherry. Yeah. It seems every time I turn one on, I get grandma, grandma, grandma. <laughs> it's like oh no i understand that so, well, there's so you know so many people are are doing good stuff out in the community and i certainly try and check out as much of it as i can but that but like you said you know there there just are so many hours in the day that you can either uh, get behind or miss it completely unfortunately yeah, well usually I, I get behind and then once fall comes i get caught up <laughs> well, while you're driving, while you're out riding in the fields in the harvester. Yeah, yeah, you got lots of hours of sitting, so that's yeah. <laughs> when I get well, caught up, I th I remember <laughs> when I first discovered Sunny Sixteen, I listened to all of their shows at once. Mm -hmm. Right. Episode zero zero all the way up to it was like two hundred and some. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that that was that was how it worked for me too. You know, I, I this was when I first uh, came back into film and and just uh, you know uh, forget even how I came across it 
um, but you know started listening at whatever their current episodes were at the time and then and then went back and listened and did that with Embrace the Grain as well. Oh god, I cringe when everybody says I listened <laughs> to the first ones and go, Oh, they were so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't know what I was doing. I still don't know what I'm doing, but it's a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> At least we all admit it. Yeah, exactly. Right. We're, we're just here for a good time. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So I think I haven't got much else this week. No, uh, me neither. No. Uh, anything else you want to add, Billy? Uh, well, yeah, we mentioned uh, that on. You also mentioned on the previous episode that that Bill Smith may be uh, struggling to complete right. his frugal film project because he went with the Kodak Ultra Max 400, which is getting hard to come by. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was just going to throw out there that I, you know, you mentioned uh, Sherry. I think that you had some that you might could help him out with, but. Uh, regardless, I, I do at least have one role myself that I, that I would be happy to donate to the cause, either for trade or just uh, what, what, whatever we could make it make it work, make it happen. If uh, if he ends up needing another role to to get make it through the year, isn't that what's great about the film community? Hundred <laughs> uh, percent, yeah. That's, Everybody that's really just awesome. kind of pulls together when stuff happens and. That's it's right. A, it's a, uh, happening for other people. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's really thoughtful, Billy. Yeah. 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 Well, he has uh, he has certainly shared a lot of his uh, knowledge and expertise over the years uh, with the community as well. So uh, I'd be happy to to certainly help help with that if if needed. I know I picked his brain a few times. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, For sure. Yeah. So, but I think that's all that I have for this week, and I think I think we should maybe wrap up and. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Um, Congratulations to Wendy again, and yes, uh, yes. Uh, you know, I, I will reach out. I'll, I'll reach out to everybody and, and you can either, uh, um, well, for Wendy to, to find out which prize she would like okay. <laughs> and then to the others and then to the others to find out if uh, if they would like a print or not. And, and if so, where to send that. But thank but thank you again to everybody who participated. It was it was really fun. Yeah. Thank yeah. you so much, everybody. It was awesome. You made our job really hard. <laughs> yeah, thanks, everyone. <laughs> Very and much so. Thank you, Billy, for supplying the prize and the prints and for coming on and helping us judge this. Otherwise, Jake and I would really be having a tough job. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thanks again, Billy. Yeah, absolutely. So let's get those socials out there. Uh, Billy? Yeah, so I I am at B Sanford Jr. B S A N F O R D J R pretty much everywhere, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Flickr, and of course on Facebook I'm in the Embrace the Grain group and the Frugal Film Project group. 
Okay. And uh, and 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 a lot of the same other groups that that many of us are in. <laughs> yeah. And, you can, yeah, oh. you can find me at uh, Jake Rose Photo on Instagram, and also in the Embrace the Green uh, Film Photography Podcast Facebook group. And you can find me on Instagram at Sherry Christensen Photography. That's S-H-E-R-R-Y-C-H-R-I-S-T-E-N-S-E-N Photography. I know it's long, and I'm always scared I'm going to spell it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's why I don't spell mine out loud. (laughs) Yours is a lot easier. (laughs) You can also find me over on the Frugal Film Project Facebook group and the Embrace the Grain Pod, photography podcast group and uh we have email jake yes uh embrace the green podcast at gmail.com and um we have ko-fi but my computer's stuck so <laughs> <laughs> well uh, everything just... you yeah everything you need to know is on our website uh embrace the green.com that's right. And I can put the Ko-Fi in our show notes. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Ko-Fi in the show notes. That's right. Um, <laughs> so everybody stay positive and embrace the green. Have a great week. See you in a couple weeks. Bye. Bye. Hey, folks. Hope you've been enjoying the show. Uh, Your support has been downright amazing over the years, so thank you so much. If you would like to help support the show, you can buy us a cup of coffee over on Ko-Fi. That is ko-fi.com backslash embrace the grain podcast. That's ko-fi.com backslash embrace the grain podcast. Well, there. I guess I should stop the recording.